Welcome to this week's message from Rabbi Kevin Solomon, Senior Rabbi of Congregation Beth Hillel in Roswell, Georgia. Beth Hillel is one of the largest Messianic Jewish synagogues in the world and provides a place where Jewish people can find the Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus in Hebrew, and retain their Jewishness. It's also where Gentiles worship and embrace the roots of the faith in drawing closer to God. Click the link in the description to support this ministry or to view our YouTube channel. Let's join Rabbi Kevin now as he shares this word from Scripture. Yeah, thank you so much, Psalmist. Wow, what a wonderful job. <laughs> uh, that was a real blessing, I tell you what. Whew, boy, that's, that's an anointed song. Yeah, give the Lord praise. Wonderful. I am right along with you, and wow, what a special service this is. What a special service this is, and it's a delight. Certainly to have people in our building again, you know, I, I, I preach so long to almost nobody that it's, <laughs> that it's like, okay, so people are, you know, people of course, you know, and, and you see how many people watch on, on YouTube and the numbers kept going up every week and up and the subscribers go up and all and, and it's like, okay, well people are, you know, listening, but it's, but it's hard to conceptualize it sometimes when it's like, yeah, you're preaching hard, it's just empty pews and you're like, okay, really, there are people, I know you're out there, I love you, Mwah. In any case, so it's good that people are building again, and I know we're really limiting the crowd Friday night especially, and, and some people are understandably not ready yet. I get that, and, and, and for, for many good reasons, but still it's a joy and a delight to have some mishpacha in this building. Amen? Amen. I'd say, and it's a reason to celebrate. And so I felt like celebrating today, and so I felt like rejoicing. And one of the best ways to rejoice and to give God thanks is with a psalm. I just love the Psalms, you know. Psalms, the Psalms are so good. Uh, and, and I can, I, 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 I like a doctor, I prescribe the Psalms at times to people, you know. And, and sometimes I'll prescribe the Psalms when people are kind of going through it. And there are plenty of Psalms that help you. If, if you're suffering depression, read the book of Psalms. Because so many times, Melch David, King David, was down and was under attack and was... was um, uh, you know, under a lot of pressure and stress, and, and yet he, he would talk about how the, the enemies are on every side, but the Lord is in the midst. But sometimes also psalms are good just to celebrate when you feel like just being joyful and just giving God thanks and praise. And honestly, for me, again, we don't know how long and whatever, what's the virus going to do. I, I don't know. All I know is we're here right now, and this feels good, and it's a blessing for us, and it's a blessing for you. Hopefully, you're able to watch and feel the ruach Elohim, the Spirit of God, and I feel like rejoicing. So I, I just, I got in front of my computer, and it was like, yes, it was just, the Lord just impressed. I just, I just want to celebrate, Lord. So Psalm 96 is our primary text. We're going to be here today. So even if you don't usually follow along, I move around a lot today. If you go into Psalm 96, you'll be able to follow me pretty well. We're going to go through that psalm and more, but we're going to start with that psalm, Psalm chapter 96. And I want you to listen to the words of this psalm relative also to everything we've been going through, and just to give God praise and thanks, and to think about why we're giving God thanks, and in what way. It says, verse 1, Shirlu Adonai, sing to Adonai 
Shir Chadesh. Sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing to Adonai all the earth. Sing to Adonai. Bless his name. Proclaim the good news of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous deeds among all peoples. Amen. Whew, boy, that felt good. You know how good it felt, Richard? I'm going to tell you how good it felt. I'm going to read it again. <laughs> Sing to Adonai a new song. Sing to Adonai all the earth. We've been doing that today. Sing to Adonai. Bless his name. Proclaim the good news of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous deeds among all the peoples. Wow. It is a new day. It is a new day here at Beth Hallel as we are reopening to their people here. I know that many people are not back yet, but still it's a new day and we should sing to the Lord a new song. Whew, boy, I feel good about that. Part, you know, part two of our congregational new day will come once we're all back together when this pandemic is in the rearview mirror. Oh, please, God, let it be soon, right? Yet still, we can look forward to that day and we can sing a new song even now. So wherever you are, you're here, you're watching online, sing a new song unto the Lord. You know, times have changed, haven't they? <laughs> Man. You've heard of times, they are a-changing. <laughs> Very bad. Uh, times have changed, haven't they? Okay. Th that's, not going to get, that's not going to get tagged. You know, if you, if, you, if you play copyrighted music on YouTube, you know, they, they tag it, and sometimes they'll, they'll say, hold on, there's an uh, infringement. Nobody would ever infringe what I just did. They didn't say, no. <laughs> we did the original, we don't recognize that at all. Okay, in any case, times have changed, uh, and since we've been in this building, so much is different in this world of ours. My goodness, the world has changed since we've been in this place. I mean, it's a different world that we're in right now, but what should not be different is how we sing to the Lord and proclaim the good news of his salvation from day to day. What does it say in the psalm? It says, proclaim his salvation, or proclaim the good news of his salvation from day to day. Baseru meom leom Yeshuato. In Hebrew, it literally says to proclaim from day to day Yeshuato. Okay, his salvation. Of course, the word, in, the word in Hebrew for salvation, of course, as you know, is Yeshua. Yeshua means salvation. It is the Hebrew name by which our Messiah went by when he was here on this earth. Yeshua, the Messiah. But right here in the Psalms, in Psalm chapter 96, it specifically says, Baseru miom leom Yeshua to, proclaim his salvation, his salvation, Yeshua to. And surely we are to proclaim his Yeshua from day to day. That's what we're supposed to be doing, proclaiming his salvation, proclaiming his Yeshua. It's so interesting how in the, the Psalms, it's, it's like a foreshadow of, of the story. It says, proclaim his salvation, his Yeshua, literally. Proclaim his Yeshua day to day. It says that in the Psalms. Isn't that interesting, my, my Jewish brother and sister? Uh, it's, 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 it's effectively prophetic in that way. And surely we are to proclaim Yeshua day by day, yom yom, as we say in Hebrew, meaning daily. Okay, and we, we have to proclaim him. You know, I don't have to tell you, listen, I know the Braves lost. I'm so sorry about that. i tell you what, my son... Oh, my son and I, we were watching the game, you know, and, and you, know, you just get that feeling, especially after the, the game 
whatever it was, game six or five, five or six, this is game six, we were winning, we had 10 outs to go before we make the World Series, you all know this. It's like, why do you bring that up, Rabbi? I was having a good service. <laughs> I understand, I understand, I understand. But you know, it's a shared pain, it's a shared pain. And if, and if you're from out of town, you know, just, just be thankful that your sports teams are not like Atlanta sports teams. God bless us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes you say, God bless them. You know, and, and that's a southern colloquialism for, you know, that poor thing. Well, in this case, I say, God bless us. I mean, you know, it's like it's on ourselves. But, 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 but you know, all the cheering, you know, of course, you know, maybe there are more people this weekend than there would be if, if the World Series. But nonetheless, in any case, though, uh, people are excited, get excited about the Braves and about the sports teams and all. And, and, and we're here in political season, of course. I don't have to tell you that. And, and, and my message last week, by the way, let me say, by the way, my message last week, which was love one another, and it was talking about the masks and the restarting and coming or not coming and all that kind of stuff. And all. And that's all well and good, too. But that applies to a political season as well, friends, okay? We got to love one another when it comes to the political stuff in the season that we're in. My goodness, you see people on every side of the divide and all, and uh, listen, we got to love one another. I'm not saying we can't have disagreements, but we got to love one another. Someone say amen. amen. See, it's real. I, I, didn't, I didn't splice that in. If you're watching on the internet, those are real human beings. <laughs> uh, in any case, political season's well and good, but we should encourage people to vote with their lives to the everlasting God. That's what we should ask people to vote with. In this pandemic season, have you been proclaiming his name and declaring his glory? That's what we were just doing. Bob's, Bob's song, you know, Kadosh Adonai Tsevao. We're, we're declaring the glory of the Lord. That's what these psalmists, these musicians were just singing about, declaring the glory of the Lord. That's what the scripture tells us to do very specifically. Let's dig into further what this means and how we are to do this and why we are to do this. Let's continue in Psalm chapter 96. We'll continue in verse four where it says, for great, this is why we, we proclaim his glory and his goodness. For great is Adonai and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the peoples are idols. But Adonai made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Mm, yeah, I feel the same way. You said amen. I feel amen as well. That's what I was saying when I was studying this. Uh, honestly, you know, this time of regathering uh, of us in part, right, made me feel like giving God praise. It just made me feel like giving God praise. Yeah, I know you too. I see. I just love it. We, we want to give God praise. Why? Because like the Shehekianu says, I love the Shehekianu. Thank you, Lord, that we have made it to this season. Thank you. Listen, I know that there's a ways to go yet. I get that. And I know that all of our folks are not back yet. I get that. As we expected and know, there will be a rejoicing part two, right? Right When that time comes, right? When that time comes, we have everybody back. That'll be rejoicing part two. This is part one, though. This is part one. I'll take part one, you see? Yeah. But still, in each of our lives, whether we are here in person or whether you are watching us online, we have to proclaim his greatness. No matter where we're at in our lives, we got to proclaim God's greatness. Why? 
as it says in the Psalms, for great is Adonai, for great is the Lord and worthy of being praised. And it says he made the heavens. God is not thrown off by COVID. I mean, he created the universe. I saw this week that NASA landed uh, briefly on that, on that asteroid, right? It was, it was going, and just think, it was going tens of thousands of miles hurtling through space. And here this satellite spacecraft came and, and was spinning along with it at the same rate as this asteroid, uh, you know, maybe about the size of this, uh, I don't exactly know, it was pretty, the size of a hilltop, they said. And this thing is spinning all around, and it's going tens of thousands of miles an hour, and here comes the satellite and just, and just touches it with its little arm and scoops up a little bit of a sample and pulls away. It's unbelievable what these guys did. It was, this happened this week, first time it's been done like this. It was been planned for years. The sample is going to come back to Earth in 2023, absolutely remarkable. Okay, I mean, that, that, that's astounding. And we say, wow, but God created the universe. I mean, how great is God, right? He created the whole universe. That's what the psalmist said. You know, the psalmist didn't know about uh, all, this, all the celestial bodies and, 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 and deep space and black holes. The, 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 but, but he knew that God made the heavens. Dainu, that's enough. He made everything, man. He made the universe. And therefore, he is worthy to be praised. He's worthy to be exalted. He's worthy to be glorified. He's not thrown off by COVID. And what does it say? It says, strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. When I read that, you know, I love the, the, the juxtaposition of these two words, strength and beauty. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. And when I think of that, you know, when I think of strength, you know, strength, you think of people who are very strong. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I think of, you know, you, sometimes you see these competitions of these bodybuilders, right? You know, these body with the huge muscles, and they got, they're, they're just incredibly strong. But you, you watch it, and, you, and you, you're flipping through the channels, and you watch it, and you see them go, and you go, no disrespect if you're one of these. I'm not talking about if you're physically fit and ripped and all that. I'm talking about, you know what I'm saying, some of these bodybuilders that is just pure muscles, the men and women, just like, it's like, it's, 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 <laughs> honestly, right? It's like, ooh, that's not right. That ain't right. That doesn't look right. You know, it's like. Ooh, that doesn't, that doesn't look healthy, actually. That looks wrong. Uh, and it's easy for me to say, I understand, you know? Maybe they look at me and say, well, I don't think you look so right either, brother. <laughs> I, get, I get that, okay. But nonetheless, I don't think of beauty when I think of that kind of strength. Well, God, God is incredibly strong. It says strength and beauty, and, and certainly we should fear him. And, and, and when we think of God and being that strong and thinking of fearing him, as, as the word uh, talks about, it initially makes me think of, uh, you know, somebody big and strong that is to be feared. It thinks me of some, like, gargantuan entity that is intimidating and mean, right? You know, big, strong, to be feared. It makes me think of this gargantuan entity. It's something from, you know, Mark, you know, I know you and, you and I, uh, and a lot, we're into sci-fi and some of the cool stuff, right? You know, and I can imagine one of these things, creatures, right? It makes me think, it brings to mind, except for the fact it's not that way. Why? Because it says that in addition to his strength, there's beauty. Strength and beauty. Wow, that's just so very interesting. And as, 
in some ways, those two words don't go together uh, in, in the natural way, uh, in a fleshly way. And, and, but, but God, there's a beauty with God. And that's not necessarily in a, in a fleshly way, but in a much deeper and profound way, the beauty of God. His ways are beautiful. His actions are beautiful. His creation is beautiful. How he treats us is beautiful. See, and when we look at this, right, the combination is amazing. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. You see, he's worthy of praise. Mm, that just feels so good to think about and to contemplate. You know, sometimes people say, well, people have their prayer list, and, and uh, Sue's one of our prayer team leaders. And, and, you know, sometimes people, when they have their prayer list, that they don't know it. Uh, how, how do, what do I pray for? And I, I don't know if things to pray for and they'll have a prayer list. Prayer lists are really good. I'm, I'm a big fan of them, but there's no doubt about it. But sometimes when people pray, they don't, they don't understand that one of the things they need to do is praise the Lord. This is an important part of it, right, Sue? I mean, you, Sue knows this stuff well. Man, she's a prayer warrior for sure. Richard Ines, prayer warriors are some of our prayer team leaders. Okay, uh, and, and so part of it, when you go into your prayer time, is not just your list, like, you know, Lord, give me A, ask for B, please give me C, pray for D, you know, and you're going down your list, you know, it's like, it's like a shopping list or something, you know, that, that, that's not, listen, there's nothing wrong with that, God's not like a, greatly offended at that, but if, you're, but if you really want to get his attention also, you know, give him praise, he's worthy, read what Psalm 96 says, he's worthy of praise, he created the heavens, that's what the psalmist is doing right here, you hear what he's doing, he's praising God. He's worthy of praise. He created the heavens. He's, he's such a wonderful God. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Amen? Amen. You know, and of course, at the same time, he is God, and we need to give right and proper deference to him. So, so just, as, just as we need to talk to him lovingly, at the same time, we better, you better give him respect. You know, I mean, after all, he is God, you know? Uh, you know, the, 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 this is a very important principle. What do we read in the next verse? Psalm 96, starting in verse 7, it says this. Ascribe to Adonai, O families of peoples. Ascribe to Adonai glory and strength. Ascribe to Adonai the glory of his name. Bring an offering. Come into his courts. Bow down to Adonai in holy splendor. Tremble before him all the earth. Ooh, it's deep, isn't it? I love how it says, ascribe to the Lord, ascribe to the Lord. Other words, because uh, we don't use the word ascribe very often uh, in kind of modern English, ascribe to the Lord. Other words that could be, could, could be used would be attribute to or give credit to. So in other words, recognize and profess to the Lord the glory of that he is due. This is one of the things that we should be doing is when it says ascribe to the Lord, the glory due his name. Ascribe means you give him, you give him credit. You, know, you, you give him his due, his due. You give him the, the glory that's due him. You, you give him credit for it. Ascribe to the Lord. Bring an offering and come into his courts. It's so interesting as the psalmist says it. You see, bring an offering is not simply just an act of obedience. It is that too. But bringing an offering is also a recognition that God is worthy of glory in your life. 
I mean, that just makes sense, doesn't it? When, when we come and when we bring an offering unto the Lord, when we, go, when we, when we head to the, the offering box, and I know that many of you, <laughs> it's so interesting, so many of us now are all giving online, you know, either, and we have a number of people, the majority of our congregation does the online bill pay thing where they will get checks from banks, uh, from your banks where they send them just like an automatic bill pay as a majority. But, but, but the point is, is that either that or online, or if you actually bring something and put it into the, into the box, whatever it is, bring an offering is not just simply an act of obedience. It is that too, of course, we're commanded to bring an offering to the Lord, tithes and offerings, of course. But also it says something, it means something. It's saying that you are saying that I am not number one. God is number one. Do you understand how it is, how it is making God uh, in a very visible and understandable way, you're making God number one in your life. You're, you're saying, God, you get the first. You get the first. There's a spiritual principle in this, that in that, and that's why it's, it's part of this psalm you, it, bringing an offering is giving God glory. You understand what I'm saying? He is to be glorified. This is also, as it says, why we bow down before him. It says, it says bow down before him. It's a humility and a recognition that we should be deferential to the Lord, that the Lord should take priority in our lives. God's got to be number one on the hip parade, as, as Rabbi E used to say. The, the next verse in uh, verse 10 of, of Psalm 96 says this, Say among the nations, Adonai reigns. The world is firmly established. It will not move. He will judge the people with fairness. Mm. That, that's a praise to God. And my goodness, you know, what a blessing. Although God is all powerful, he is fair and just to us. If you look at some of the, uh, the Iliad, the Odyssey, if you look at some of the old Greek, you know, and the Greek gods and the stories of the Greek gods and how people perceive them, or the Egyptian gods for that matter, all the false gods of, of old and, and, and many of even today, right? They're, they're very um, random as to how they treat humanity. And, it, and it's very casual and it's very, uh, you know, you, you think of, uh, of how they even um, uh, speak of how the gods, lowercase g, treat humans and it's like ah they're they're toys they play with them and they flick them and they they play with them like it's nothing and it's like oh you know whatever happens they, they don't care that that's how the, the the pagan world thinks about god but but you see the, our god is not that way he treats people and judges people with fairness blessed is the righteous judge he's righteous and he judges people fairly wow i mean that that's a blessing he doesn't have to do that he created I just talked, this, well, actually, the psalmist just, he created the heavens. He created the universe, right? He could do anything he wants, yet he treats us with fairness. In this, we see the great mercy of God, because let's face it, with the wickedness of the world, <laughs> with the wickedness of the world, what we are going through right now should not be viewed as severe punishment, <laughs> right? I mean, you know, this is not... As, as bad, I'm not, I'm not minimizing the, how bad, you know, COVID is, but, but good grief, the world is wicked, y'all. You know that. We thank God for his mercy. Pray for his chesed. Bob prayed that a little bit earlier in his songs, right? Pray for his mercy. Pray for his mercy every day, y'all, in your life. Lord, give me your mercy, O Lord. Again, making him worthy of praise because he is worthy of praise. 
Continuing in verse 11, it says this, Psalm 96, verse 11. Let the heavens be glad. Let the earth rejoice. Let the sea roar in all that fills it. Let the land exult in all that is in it. Then all the trees of the forest will sing for joy before I deny. For he is coming. For he is coming to judge the earth. He will judge the world with righteousness and the peoples in his faithfulness. Woo, man, yeah, he's coming, man. He's coming. The Messiah is coming. God is coming. Wow. See, the earth should rejoice, as the psalmist says. Brothers and sisters, we should rejoice in the Lord. This is part of what we should be doing. We should be glad, yes, even in this season. Hello, I know things are tough. I know things are challenging. I get it. I get we should rejoice, yes, even in this season, because there's a renewal that is happening. We should rejoice. Even the trees of the forest will sing for joy, the scriptures say. Wow, that's interesting. A lot actually comes from a part of Israel where they have some of the best, the greatest forests in all of Israel. Am I right, lot. I mean, you know, in fact, in all of Israel, probably the area that lot is in and a little bit west of that, all has some of the greatest forests in Israel. And you don't think, when you think of Israel, you don't typically think of forests, you think of desert. People think, you know how people stereotypically think of Israel as all desert. And listen, there's plenty of Israel that is desert. You guys know that. You see it down by the Dead Sea and the Negev, etc. But yet, the part where Elad came from, man, and, and, and all there towards the Haifa Bay area, right? And, and Rosh Hanukkah and all there. I mean, there are, there are great forests, right? And it's so interesting to think. Yeshua knew this. In fact, Yeshua came from the same part of the same part of general part of the world that Elad came from. So, you know, I'm just saying, Elad, you know, maybe related. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> but it says the trees of the forest will sing for joy, for Yeshua is coming back again righteously. Praise God. Amen. Amen. And see, and God will bring you back up again. God will bring you back up again. But you have to stay humble and be mindful that there is an adversary who is trying to destroy you. You all know this. We need to examine 1 Peter chapter 5, please. We'll go to 1 Peter 5. It's, if you stay in that reference, that'll be the, uh, the rest of my message today from 1 Peter chapter 5. You have to stay humble, be mindful. There is an adversary out there who wants to destroy you. 1 Peter, please, chapter 5, starting in verse 6. It says this, Therefore... Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God so that he may lift you up at the appropriate time. Cast all your worries on him for he cares for you. Stay alert. Watch out. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion searching for someone to devour. Stand up against him firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being laid upon your brothers and sisters throughout the world. Mm, wow. So, friends, here or online, if you're watching us online, either way, we have to stay humble before the Lord. We have to stay humble before Him. Don't think you know everything. I'm going to tell you something. You don't know everything. <laughs> you surely do not. Give your worries to Him who created the heavens and the earth. You know, being humble before the Lord and, and, and giving God your worries, as we read about in 1 Peter chapter 5, is very much like what we read about in Psalm chapter 96, when it says to give God the glory due His name. See, when we're humble before God, 
It's acknowledging, right, that he is supreme. Doesn't that make sense? I'm moving over here. <laughs> that was for the camera people downstairs. <laughs> okay, is that when we humble ourselves and when we bow before the Lord, right? When, we're, when we humble ourselves, when we acknowledge that, that he, and we get, give him praise, when we humble ourselves and are low to the ground, so to speak, not thinking so highly of ourselves, that in and of itself is giving God glory because it's not taking the glory ourselves. It's not saying that we have it figured out. It's not saying that, that we know everything. No, you see, that's why these two passages really relate, right? Because, because it's giving God the glory. When you humble yourself before him, you are glorifying him, right? Not my will, to be done, but your will to be done. You see how that's giving God the glory? It relates. Humility is a very important part of it here. Uh, it's acknowledging him certainly as the king, if you will, which we talked about some during the high holy days. At the same time, we know that we do suffer at times, and indeed we do. Suffering is part of you know, what we're going through even today as a society, and certainly even in, in our individual lives, totally aside from COVID. It, there's been a lot of focus on COVID, and, and understandably and rightly so, but there, there are other problems we have in our lives as well. I mean, right? You know, I, I think that some of you probably have gone through a few other things. I look around, and I see a number of people who've had some surgeries this year, or who've lost work and tried to and had to find new work, or or had to deal with family issues or situations or, or had disappointments. You know, listen, there's lots of suffering that we go through in our lives. That is part of it. Why? In part, it's just the fallen world that we're in, but there is an adversary who tries to devour you. He wants for you to be depressed. He wants for you to create or foster division. He wants for you to come to a screeching halt spiritually. See, if he can get you who, who are watching, listen, with the recognition, we've not been in person for a long time, and there are a number of people who, for various very valid reasons, are continuing to watch online, and that's perfectly fine. But the point is, is that what you got to be careful not to do is come to a screeching halt spiritually. It's so easy to do. It's easy once you're out of the habit of coming to services regularly. It's easy to get out of the habit, even if you're watching online, of clicking the button every Shabbat. It's so easy to get out of that habit. I mean, it just really is. I mean, because otherwise, typically you think, well, okay, it's time to go to Shabbat. It's Friday night or it's Saturday morning. I'm going to Shabbat. And it's just, you build that habit. But when you get out of that habit a while and you get home from work, you're going to watch, yeah, maybe we'll, just, maybe we'll just watch it tomorrow. Let's watch it Saturday. And then what happens? <laughs> Honey, you want to get up and watch? Huh? 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 Oh, maybe later. <laughs> See, it's very easy to come to that halt spiritually. That's because the adversary would like to stop any momentum you have. I gave a message on momentum a few months ago, right? But we must stand up against him. And as it says, we must be firm in our faith. This too is proclaiming his name. And there is sometimes suffering for a season. Hello, we're certainly experiencing it. But we know what comes next if we stay faithful to him who is worthy of our praise. If we stay faithful to him, Right, Jake? We know what comes next. It's good stuff that comes next. If we stay faithful to him through the suffering, through the difficulty in our life, then what happens? Good things happen. How do I know? I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> Let's look at the next verse. 
First Peter chapter 5, verse 10. After you have suffered a little while, hello, the God of all grace, who has called you into his eternal glory and Messiah, will himself restore, support, strengthen, and establish you all power to him forever. Amen. <laughs> wow, I got chills on that one. I feel good. I feel good, doesn't it? You know, this is what happens. Oh, yes. Yes, there's some suffering, right? Cindy, sometimes there is. But then after this, it specifically says, it's almost like it was written for today. After, it specifically says, after you've suffered a little while. Okay, yeah, we've been suffering a little while, right? We've all been feeling this. See, friends, we've been in a storm. We have been in a storm. And the clouds have not fully lifted yet. We get that. But yet we know the promise that after the suffering, the God of all grace will support, strengthen, establish, and restore you. See, and today, my friends, is part of this restoration. It's part of the restoration. Today is part of this reestablishing. It's part of the re-strengthening. It's part of the recharging. Ooh, boy, that feels good. Well, I, well, I think of this weekend in part of part of the restarting, part of the recharging. You know, when a when a car has been off for a while, you know, you you know this. Some of you may not have gotten out of your house when the in March or April for a few weeks or a month, and and you tried to start your car. It's not tongues. That that was a impression of a car. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you, you know when a car has been off for <laughs> you know when a car has been off for a while, sometimes you've got to recharge it. That just makes sense, right? Give, giving God glory for sustaining us through this storm is part of the recharge. See, I know that it's only in part right now because we're only partially back together. I get that. This is part one, part one. There's more to come. Once we have everybody back, that's, that's fair and, and valid. But yet, at the same time, we know that each car helps recharge the next car, right? I mean, that, that's how it works. That's how a car charging works. Truthfully, is it's car to car, right? You put the jumper cables. I had my son, uh, we had, there was a dead battery in my, my, my dad's car about, I don't know, nine months ago. And I had my son charge his first battery, you know, using the, the, the core of the cables. And, uh, and, and, and that's how you do it. It's vehicle to vehicle. It's car to car. It's not that the batteries are bad. It's just that the car hasn't been used as much lately. So whether you are here now or for people who are continuing to watch at home, my prayer is that you begin feeling a jolt. <laughs> <laughs> That you begin feeling that jolt, a spark, a recharge. And so the title of my message is Recharge Part One. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for listening to this week's message from Rabbi Kevin. Please like, subscribe, and share this link with a friend. We would be grateful to receive your tax-deductible gift to further the good news of Messiah Yeshua. To make a contribution, please click on the PayPal link in the description. 
Also, to view our regular services, click the link in the description for our YouTube channel. If you would like more information about Yeshua the Messiah or how you can become part of our Bethel family, please visit our website at www.bethhalel.org. That's B-E-T-H-H-A-L-L-E-L dot O-R-G. Or call 770-641-3000. If you are in the metro Atlanta area, please visit us for an Arab Shabbat service, Friday nights at 8 o'clock, or Shabbat services, Saturday mornings at 11. God bless and Shalom. Nine, 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 nine.